Hey everyone, it is the Relaunch Podcast and you know what happens to me when I have somebody come onto the show that I've been like thinking about, I've been like looking at all of the information that is out there on this individual and I just keep having more and more questions that I know are going to be so incredibly impactful for you to hear his answers. The person I'm talking to, what a career he has had and he continues to dominate in. Jim Cathcart is the past president of the National Speakers Association. He is the author of 25 books. He is the Speaker Hall of Fame. He is Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame. He is a top 1% TEDx speaker and you have to go check it out because if you haven't seen it 2.6 million viewers have he's a mentor to experts and entrepreneurs and today he is going to absolutely give us tangible takeaways on how you can be elevating and impacting more people You're listening to The Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational coach widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, We'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. Jim, so good to have you. <laughs> That's a great setup. Thank you. That's, I'm, I'm ready to roll. Well, you know what? It's a great setup because when you hear all of the accolades, all the things you've done, I mean, you know, guru status isn't even enough for you. There's so much wisdom. I feel like, you know, maybe this should be a 10-part series I'm doing on you. So let's, so let's get started because... I want to jump right away into, I wouldn't even say it's your most significant relaunch, but for our audience that really wants to kind of understand how to be able to get on stages, be able to captivate, to be able to understand the process behind it, you actually had to completely redefine a lot of the life you had had on stages when COVID hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you, can you share with us, you know, again, I want people to be able to understand what can they do now? Well, in 2020, I was just coming into a year where I had about $270,000 worth of speaking engagements booked in China, mainland China. All of them dried up overnight. <laughs> gone. I had for the last five years, 2015 to 2019, December, 
I had been touring China on lecture tours as many as in 2019. I did six round trips from the United States to mainland China for 71 days total in country that year. And I spoke in 23 major cities over that time to tens of that, well, maybe hundreds of thousands of people live. It was like the big Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone events, you know, huge audiences of excited people, spotlights and music and, you know, that, wow, like a, like Rocky Balboa, you know, and I'd come <laughs> in, and I had an entourage of security protecting me from the audience because they literally did want to, you know, take souvenirs and get selfies with me. And so you're, like a rock star. you're out there and you're like, oh, this is well, so big. experienced that before. You know, right. I've been successful and gotten a lot of big awards and all that, but I'd never been a rock star. And over there, it wasn't rock star. It was God, you know, with a small G, but they treated me like a deity. And um, I messed with them. Because when they would bring me into the room with all these security people, they expected, you know, the royal march. And uh, so we would start into the room and everybody's screaming and cheering. And they're all trying to get a selfie with me as I go by. And as soon as I saw that my security detail was in a rhythm, I would take off running. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I did. In my <laughs> time, I'm going for the stage as if I'm in a sprint to get away from a bear. And they're going, oh, no, oh, no, master has taken off. We must catch up. And they're they're holding hands with each other. And they run down the, the aisle sideways trying to catch up with. You I'm are sure. terrible. You are terrible that you did know, that. But I, I had so much fun. A lot of people to take away lose of their life because of that. <laughs> I can literally show you that if you would like to see a video of it oh my god you have to send it to me after the show this is too good but all of a sudden you have this massive success and you've had it for years and years and years you and have all and all of a sudden it's literally done so I mean, I you don't know how long you don't know how far i mean it could be it could be a month it could be years and so what goes through your mind well the first thing was the same thing that went through my mind in 9 11 in 2001, I, I realized that morning after I saw the news in California of what was happening in New York, I realized this could be World War III. It could be as bad as World War II where everything shut down and the only thing any citizen does is feed the war effort. So I thought, okay, uh, my career is gone for now because they aren't gonna hold conventions. How can I be a professional speaker and do any anything meaningful. This was 2001. Nobody had Zoom. And uh, I said, well, what do I know that could contribute to the survival of the United States? I know leadership. I know how to teach leadership at the ground level, how to teach people with no experience and no credentials and no power, how to organize a project, how to find resources, how to motivate volunteers, and how to get things done. I, I can show them how to lead meetings, how to, how to be a good follower, how to set goals, you know, all those kind of things. So how do I do that? And I reached out and I got Pepperdine University, Cal State Channel Islands, 
California Lutheran University, Ventura County Sheriff's Department, the Reagan Presidential Library, the Boys and Girls Clubs of that area. And I got them all together for a summit. And I said, let's all join hands and share resources and teach people without power how to lead because we need each other. And we, we don't know if we can even have gasoline to travel 30, 40 miles. And they all said, okay, we're in. And so we did a series of training programs that ended up after things got better again, extended for three or four years. I called it the 101, Highway 101 Leaders Alliance. And uh, so I was thinking at, you know, at the beginning of COVID, I got to reinvent. So notice this. Start up again, me. Hmm. Love that. I often say wow. you're the C I often say you're the CEO of you. So let's make it the best company you've ever seen and had. So I said, okay, what what do people need? Well, first off, they need the same things they needed before COVID, but now they're not able to even go down the street because the store is not open, nor is the restaurant, nor is the movie theater, nor is it okay to get together with friends because in California they were telling us wear a mask at the dinner table with your own family. <laughs> so people are afraid. All right, good. I will be available to them to rethink their entire career, their lifestyle, their major goals and their choices. And so I did, I organized a, a three month long program that I call Going Pro. And at first I called it startupagain.me but I changed the, the title to the Going Pro Experts Academy. And so it's a three month or 12 month process. And I've done four of those now. And they we meet every week for an hour to 90 minutes on Zoom. And then within that three month period, now we get together here in Austin, Texas, where I live and do a, a two and a half day mastermind and then some people drop out of that and others renew for the year because they want to earn a CPE, which is Certified Professional Expert from Cathco. Oh. And then that ends with a summit at the end of the year, which is an additional mastermind longer and probably going to be in La Jolla Shores, a, a community in Southern California we both know and love. So, Jim, let me go back here, though, because something that you said, first off, you had a career, you were at the top 1%, it's shut down, you have to literally, what I call, do a massive relaunch. Yeah. You had had some, some of this happen in the, the foresight during 9-11, that now you're like, what can I do? And you chose to create a Zoom online program, a three-month, as you said, or you can continue on. And by the way, at the, beginning of it, at the beginning of it, I hired a guy that does that to teach me his method. So I spent several thousand dollars with him just learning how to do what he was doing. And you know what? You are a man after my own heart because that is what I always talk about with 3HQ, head, heart, higher self. The higher self is really that best version of you. It's your growth zone. And if you want to have accelerated growth, time 
is something we don't want to waste. And so being able to go out and find those experts that can help, because you weren't an online expert, but yet you went out, you found the right person. And what did you, if, if people are listening right now and hearing that you, how long did it take you to actually come out with your online course? Your first yeah, Zoom. About eight weeks, I think. Okay. Uh, because I, I, want get, I want to get everyone to hear that, yeah. right? Because you were a weeks, man of action. I was, I was creating it and I launched it before the eight weeks were over. So I was getting feedback on my early experiences before I even completed my process with the other guy. By the way, I, I think I should probably be a charter member of the 4-H club. <laughs> three, three H here. Are you getting another H? <laughs> the 4-H club, Hill, uh-huh. heart, head, higher self. <laughs> you're so great. Okay, that's so perfect. And, gotta- and your logo is a four-leaf clover because it's, it's a uh, miracle of nature. It's super rare. And uh, everybody looks for it, but not too many find it. Oh, okay, everyone. This has been recorded. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't see that in the next couple days somewhere, we have missed the mark. So by the way, you know why why that is such a perfect choice? Mm -hmm. Because the green color, which needs to be a green from nature, not an artificial green, uh, indicates that this is natural, it's alive, and it's unique and rare. Jim, you're already proving once again why you have been so successful. <laughs> that is awesome. We will make sure that we're going we're gonna to try to end this on time, but I'm going to get you afterward to talk more because this is really great. But here's something that I do want to ask you. So you create this online course. You've had multiple successes even before you were playing the guitar and you were singing and you've had awards there. And, and I even asked you, I said, is there anything you're not good at? And I am going to say this. I'd like to know from the audience so everyone can hear what do you really believe that, you know what, I'm not touching that one. What would that be? Me? What, have, what haven't you shared with people that, you know what, hey, I've got, I actually have a fear here. I'm not good at this. I've got like, I'm not good enough for that. So what would, what would that be? I don't know, because I know that anything I put my heart to, I'm going to find a way to master it. I know how literally to go from nothing to the top 1% in a field that I choose, but I'm not going to choose a field that I know I could do intellectually, but I'm not going to have my heart and higher self in it. Well, so- you just, you're leading me down the path I wanted you to take, which is a very famous quote that has come out is one extra hour each day in your chosen field. And you'll be a national expert in that field in five years or less. Yep. I want you to explain where did you first hear this and how have you literally put yourself into this mindset in everything you do? In 1972, I lived in Little Rock, Arkansas, where I was born and had grown up. And I was newly married. I got married in 1970. And we had a new baby at home, Jim Jr. And... um, I was making $525 a month, and my wife had a secretarial job making $400, so between us, we're killing it, $925 a month. And um, 
I was a clerk at the Urban Renewal Agency, the Little Rock Housing Authority, Little Rock, Arkansas. And I was an assistant to a man who didn't need help. His name was Bob Moore. <laughs> and Bob was bored. So you can imagine what assistant assistant was like. Oh, geez. Just sounds terrible. For days on end, you know, reading books on urban renewal, which I didn't find interesting, and um, waiting for him to say, hey, Jim, do this assignment. And occasionally I did. Uh, but most of the time I was doodling and goal setting and dreaming and things like that. And now remember this 1972. So I was 26. I'll save them the math. I'm 76 now. Uh, but 26 years old, I've had 40 different jobs in my life. If you count throwing a newspaper route and selling donuts door to door when I was a kid and things like that. But I'd had a lot of different jobs and I'd done okay at most of them, but I had failed at selling mutual funds and life insurance. And then I failed at selling automobiles. And then I went to work sacking groceries. And then I got the job at the housing authority. So I'm convinced that I can't sell. And my dad's a telephone repairman, and I've never been around money or people that were highly educated. And so I'm not encouraged to do really well. I'm encouraged to be a nice person. Don't get in the way. And that's what I was doing. And then the next room, there's a radio, and it's playing a little short five-minute show called Our Changing World. <laughs> Is it ever? And uh, the voice was Earl Nightingale, the dean of personal motivation. Mm. Said that day, literally, he said, if you will spend an extra hour every day studying the field you've chosen, you'll be a national expert in that field in five years or less. And I thought, no, that actually works. <laughs> day, five days a week, 50 weeks a year, five years, 1,250 hours on one topic. Yeah. And the more narrow the topic, the more you would advance. There's not accounting. It's cost accounting. It's not cost accounting. It's cost accounting in the construction industry, not just mm -hmm. the construction industry, lumber. You know, I mean, you'd be the world's leading expert on that or one of them in less than five years. So pick a lane. Unhappily, I sure didn't want to study urban renewal. And so <laughs> weeks, I'm wondering what to do. And then it hits me. I want to do what he does. Well, I didn't know what he did. I just knew it felt right to me. I wanted to help people grow, but I had two problems. I'd never given a speech. And I had nothing to say. <laughs> That'll hold you back. And um, so I thought, well, I'll take him at his word. So for an extra hour every day, I was reading. You ready? Think and Grow Rich. This is first One of my personal favorites. Absolutely. Friends and influence people. One of the Another. Power of Positive Thinking, Norman Vincent Peale. Psycho-Cybernetics, How to Be a Genius, and the Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. You know what I love? I love these are all used. These, these books, Jim, look used. You really have. These are probably like, they've been around. I love it. Oh, yeah. And I've still got my notes in some of them. This mm. um, my word. Wow. I haven't looked at this in like forever. 
What are you holding? What are you holding right now? Mental Muscles and the Spirit of Growth by Jim Cathcart. <laughs> you already have every muscle you need. It's just a matter of developing them and growing them. Total fitness in just 30 minutes a day. Let's say you are one of the Think about the value of activity. In a, oh, man. That's in my Zig Ziglar book. And okay. So good. At the time but- I wrote the goals, I weighed 200 pounds. I had never been an athlete or an academic success. So I, I became a fanatic at studying personal development for five years. And I joined the Junior Chamber of Commerce, JC's, and attended 400 meetings in two years after work and on weekends for free. At every meeting, I either gave a report, led a discussion, or gave a speech. And so at first I was horrible, and then I was just bad, and then I was lame, and then I was unimpressive, and then I was okay, and then I was decent, and then I got better. Okay, but 400 of them, right? You actually saw the proof of this hour a day. Oh, yeah. And and overcompensating. And and here's the thing, Malcolm Gladwell says 10,000 hours get you to be an expert, yeah. right? And what you're really That's saying- It's just based on a, a different approach to the whole thing. His is not uh, like the Beatles he talks about in his book. He's, I know. They, they've got their 10,000 hours on stage in Hamburg, Germany and these other places. And he tells about how that was that was their proving ground. Yeah. Well, mine was the JCs, those 400 meetings and spending at least an hour every single day listening to Earl Nightingale on recordings and reading these various books and changing my circle of friends to get less time spent with the people who weren't growing and more time spent around people who were eager to grow so that we'd feed each other's growth. And sure enough, my life transformed. In a matter of 30 days, my wife said to me, why don't you figure out how to buy those Earl Nightingale recordings so we can keep them? (laughs) And so I bought a $560 cassette library from Earl Nightingale when I was only making $525. Now, that would be like $3,500 today. And I bought those and listened to them all the time to the point that it bothered everyone around me. (laughs) <laughs> you could recite it, but wait, it would be, it would be remiss if I did not ask you this. So in today's world, mm-hmm. there are more people wanting to be a, a speaker. There are organizations and you have been honored in Toastmasters. You've been honored in National Speaker <laughs> Association, which you were also president. You have had all of these, but what would you say if somebody is listening right now? We've got, you know, entrepreneurs that are trying to scale their business six to seven to eight. How do you first, as you just said, you were listening, you were joining 400 of these meetings and you were always speaking and you went from bad to good to great, as we have now seen. What do you suggest people do today? Is it joining one of these That's organizations? dangerous today. Here's the danger. Familiarity breeds 
contempt, it says. But I think familiarity breeds apathy. So when when someone says something about Earl Nightingale or Tony Robbins or name your person, people say, oh, yeah, I, I saw one of his things on, on YouTube. And they think that does it. That's the same as getting a doctorate in that topic. I mean, they seriously take the posture. Oh, yeah, I've heard the name or, oh, yeah, I read an article or I watched a TikTok or I watched an entire speech. And now I get it. So I don't need to learn goal setting. I don't need to develop my my listening skills. I don't need to take a course in strategic thinking. I don't need to blah, 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 because it's right here in my phone. And if I need it, I'll just tune into it. Incorrect. You today are at the spot you're at because you are a combination. You're the sum total of all of the skills, attitudes, experiences, and such that you have right now. If you want your future to be different, don't carry the same you into the future. Expand you. What does that mean? It means there's got to be a day when you decide, okay, everything else aside, today, I'm taking charge of my life. I'm going to make my life substantial. I'm going to get successful. Now, does that mean being a professional speaker? No. That, I mean, you could. That, you could also be a lumberjack. Whatever you choose, go at it with gusto and commit to reaching the top 1% of the people in that field if you love that field. If not, change fields. Well, I want to be a speaker. Like when I was in China on all these lecture tours, people would say, teacher, how do I become a great speaker? And I would say, become a great person. And when they ask you to speak, say yes. And they would look at me quizzically and I'd say, no, I'm serious. You could learn speaking techniques and become one of the greatest machines at giving a speech that ever lived. But it won't make people want to hear from you. It'll just make them want to observe you. If you become the kind of person that other people want to learn from, you can become one of the world's most successful million-dollar speakers with a speech impediment, with a face that's scarred and ugly, with difficulty putting together a sentence, with name it, you know, with with physical disabilities of, of epic proportions. You could do that. It is not about the speaking techniques or the content of the speech and the way it's structured, it's the vehicle and the value of the message to the listener, the audience. So look at your business if you love the business you're in. Even if you don't, look at it as a vehicle for becoming more of what you're capable of being. What I say to people in my websites and on my, my Going Pro Experts Academy, come with me. And let's discover how much more successful you could be. And so I have people coming to me who are exceptional in their field. I mean, highly successful people, multimillionaires in some cases, self-made. And they say, I say, why are you coming to me? You obviously don't need. Well, I don't need you for what I have done. But I need a guide like you, G-U-I-D-E, guide like you 
to get to where I want to go next faster. And so I become their, their yeah, Yoda, and, their mentor, you know, wow. In doing research on you, you do talk about the message versus the messenger. And you just so eloquently said, it's not necessarily what you're saying. It's it's what is the impact? What is going to be that transformation, the results that these people are going to walk away with? And a, and a quick comment on that. Uh, I was talking to a Toastmasters group. I, I w- was privileged to be their keynote speaker opening session of their world convention three times over 27 years, 1995, 2001, 2022. And in my most recent speech to them, I said, when when you go into the field of speaking, there are two things you need to focus on, the message and the messenger. If you become excellent at crafting a message and even delivering a message, then you know what you'll have? A great speech. One great speech. If at the same time you work on you and you're cultivating the qualities of head, heart, and higher self that Hillary recommends, then you become a messenger that no matter what you speak on, it's going to be a good speech. Because I could get Zig Ziglar's book. I'd much rather spend time with Zig. Zig became, by the way, my good friend, and we went jogging together. We attended church together. We served on committees. Uh, I called, and and he advised me, and I advised him on various things. On the back of this book is a picture of him with Norman Vincent Peale. Norman Vincent Peale wrote The Power of Positive Thinking. I appeared on the program with Dr. Peale at least three separate times. And he wrote, he was in my audience and wrote me a testimonial letter. These people, many of the people I worked with were direct personal colleagues of Dale Carnegie. And you know who managed Napoleon Hill? W. Clement Stone. I worked with W. Clement Stone and served on committees with him. I've been in his private office as his personal guest. Uh, I introduced him on stage a couple of times. And uh, Jim, this is very important because you said the word, you said Yoda. So imagine you have X amount of time to get somebody to the point where you would be proud of them on stage. Is there a, not just on stage. But in okay. a meeting, in a leadership role, because in a leadership. I, don't, I don't only work with speakers, yeah. you know, I work with people like yourself that want to grow a career and be a substantial resource. So what, yeah, let's just say, let's use me. Yeah. And I, you are my Yoda. I am not just Princess Leia, but I'm, I'm all of them combined. How would you take me from being like, all right, Jim, I, you know, I, I want to take 3HQ, now called 4HQ. We've just done a rebrand. And I want to take it out there. How would you work with me? What would the steps, what is your framework to have me reach, as you said, the people you're working with, that higher level of success? First thing I would do is I would would go through an exercise with you to define in writing the future you in like eight or 10 different contexts. So tell me about the future you socially. Tell me about the future you physically, financially, et cetera. You know, we get a clear picture of the future you. Second, 
is we would go through a process that I call reputation creation, where we determine who are your publics. You know, like they say a, a movie star has a public, meaning their fans and followers. Well, who are your publics? Well, you have your customers, your colleagues, your competitors, your fans, your family. You know, it, it goes on and on and on. A number of subgroups. Well, a few of those matter a lot. Some of them don't matter much. So we define what reputation do you want in their mind and in their words when you're not around and they're talking about you. And so we literally put that in writing. And then we boil that down to where you can deal with that. All, all of those combined, condensed into one reputation statement that you carry with you day to day. Then we look at what one thing, one thing, if you did this for the next five years would transform your world, mm. totally change your life for the better. What one thing, and most people can't do just one thing, but if we know what that one is, we can build all the others around it so that they feed the one. Well, Jim, I have to tell you on this one, on this one, I just had the hair on the back of my neck go straight up because I'm like, oh, I've heard, you know, I, I teach this, the one thing, the one thing. It's so challenging sometimes to see our own blind spots. And I know my team is listening. I, I do it I, too. I, I, I reach out to- I love this and I love that and I love you know, all these things. Okay, but I don't want to distract you. One more thing. We, we also look at where is your greatest value to the marketplace? And we interview people in the marketplace to find out. And then we take that and add it to some other information to figure out where are the greatest opportunities for Hillary right now? So you look at the greatest opportunities, real opportunities where the people afterwards say, I'm so glad I did that. The what one thing, the reputation creation and the future you so that all those are one photograph and you are crystal clear on exactly what you're up to. That means all of your energy flows in one direction and you get to use all of you instead of just parts. Jim, this is so good, but I also have to, as we're winding things up, you have written a book, Mentor Minutes and What to Do When You're the Speaker. Can you give us what is the biggest takeaway from that book that we need to know? Here are the two books. Mentor I love everyone. Everyone, if you're not watching this, I'm telling you, he's got this bookshelf and he keeps bringing out all these great books. This says Mentor Minutes, reach the top 1% in any of any field. Any field. I started as a teller in a bank and a few years later was on the executive faculty of the American Bankers Association teaching bank presidents. And I've never been a bank president. Um, I started as a brand new member of the National Speakers Association having never earned more than $100 for a speech and didn't know a soul and ended up as the president of the association, then the chairman of the board, and then was inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame and then was given a Lifetime Achievement Award and then the, the greatest honor they can give, which is the Founders Award, the CAVIT. I, I, I'd okay, never... I need the spark notes as we're wrapping up. I need the cliff notes. What okay. is it about this book that you're like, book, hey, everyone, screaming from the mountain? talking about this book tells you how to do that. And, and it tells you in one minute messages, 336 one minute messages. I know it's one minute because it was originally a radio, 
broadcast. And this one, what to do when you're the speaker is not about speaking. What? It's about being a speaker. What do you do when the program runs over time? What do you do when the audience is seated three rows back instead of filling up the front row? What do you do when the lights go out? What do you do when they um, told you that you were going to be speaking in a normal setting and you end up in a pavilion outdoors with a microphone that's looped into a lectern on a tabletop and won't carry the sound and it's hot and humid? And all the things you you don't think about because you're so focused on the message. (laughs) All the things that I have done over the years, you know, person in the audience has a medical emergency. What do you do when the building catches on fire and you're the only one with a microphone and 700 people in the audience in Washington, D.C.? You know, so that what do you do when you're the speaker? This this has been endorsed by Les Brown, Brian Tracy, Tom Hopkins, Dennis Waitley. You know, on and on and on, Patricia. We got both of these books on Amazon. You can. And this one, $2.99 for Kindle. Ooh, so good. So please leave a comment on Amazon when you're You're the speaker. You can go. You can get it. $2.99. So as we want it for free, go to free.cathcart.com and just download it. We will have all of this in the speaker notes. But as we sign off here, what, and I'm going to put you on the spot here because I know you're so good at that. How do you, what is the best way to sign off when you are on stage to captivate, to make sure they remember you? Well, how do you sign off? First off, you don't want them to remember you. You want them to remember the value of the message that you shared with them. I've had people walk up to me in an airport and say something from one of my speeches from like 10 years ago. And I say, that's that's me. How do you remember that? I'll never forget it. And it wasn't me because they didn't remember my name, but they saw my face and remembered that story or that point. So that's the that's the key is. Make sure your message is valuable enough to your audience that they want to know more of what you've got to say. So in a speech, bring it back together with your original idea. And if you can summarize with one or two key points that you made using the same words from earlier in your speech, in your final statement, then it brings it together beautifully. And then you take your bow and be available for selfies. And that is the mic drop. Jim Cathcart, thank you so much for being here. And everyone, you have heard, you've been inspired, you have gotten some, some golden nuggets here. Let's make sure that we use them. Make sure, go to the Relaunch Podcast, read the show notes, Leave a five-star review because this was so impactful. And I would be so grateful. (laughs) Yes. And I want to make sure, everyone, as you go through your day, you have the 3HQ framework that you can constantly be leveraging. But make sure that you're also using our tune-in process and stop tuning out because you have this 
awesome opportunity for growth right now. And you have a message. You are the messenger of that, as we just heard. And I look forward to hearing what you are going to be doing from the relaunch that's taking place today. We'll see you next time. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.